0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
1: So Big Ben goes out and has a big game in that fourth quarter, right? Comes away with a game ball. Mike Tomlin hands it over to him. You know, you think about it, he went 9 of 10, 129 yards, two TDs, 17th fourth quarter points via a couple of touchdown passes. All right, think about it. 39 years old, his 39th fourth quarter comeback. Mike T says this, Max, I want you to respond to it. You get to be Ben, you get to be Cam for a reason. Because of your ability and your willingness to consistently rise up in these moments and deliver. Tell me what he's saying there.
0: Just saying There's a reason why we've stuck with our Hall of Fame-worthy quarterback, right? (laughs) Right. And this is those moments. Because guess what? After that last drive, do you know what he did? No. He tied Tom Brady.
1: Oh, yeah. For third
0: most game-winning drives in a career, which is at 51. Wow. Wow. Think about that. And he's what? He's what? Four years younger or six years, six years younger um, than Tom Brady. Okay. So when you think about the rarefied air that he's in and the fact that people want to shove him off and whatever, (laughs) whoever leaked whatever information, you know, to Adam Schefter or Agent or whoever else, because I don't, I don't know of a former teammate that would have came out and just, you know, done that unless they were seeking attention. But they wouldn't have stayed anonymous. Um, in that situation, right. talk about, oh yeah, this is his last season. Oh, you know, Ben Ben's gonna hang it up. You know, when I look at this, you know, it, it's one of those things that Ben still has it, and it, but it takes a team effort, right? right? Just like it takes all the efforts. You know, Tom Brady's not going out there and doing it by himself. Good point. You know he he ha, he has a squad around him. When you look at the amount of first round draft picks that are blocking for him at the, at the offensive line, the running backs—they got a stable of running backs in the backfield. I mean, an embarrassment of wide receivers and tight ends to, to look at his options. I mean, how great do you think Ben would be if you had a Chris Godwin, Mike Evans paired with a Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool? That's that's essentially how deep, you know, the, right. the Tampa Bay roster is. That you have. All these other guys on top of it, um, and then a defense that you know that is is filled with first rounders, um, you know that are healthy. So I mean, when you look at that, you're like, oh, we got to. I'm like Ben is doing a tremendous job, and yes, he's going to get tired. That's why everybody else has to kick in at points. He can't shoulder the entire the entire team on his back. But when you get the kick in, right. When you have guys like T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick kicking butt on the other side of the ball. And I'll even throw it you know what? We were talking about game balls, like giving it to John LeGlue. Right. Let's also give one to Montravius Adams. To step yeah. in off the gates and to understand principles and to make an impact in the game that soon, yeah. that's another guy when you talk about wanting some opportunity, getting an opportunity, being on a practice squad, getting pulled up and thrown right into the fire. You know, you have to remember. He not only got put up, but he, he actually had to start. Whereas John LeGlue, it happened to injury. Right. He started him right out the gate. like, hey, 5'7", you're in.
1: Right, right.
0: <laughs> so, so you know, I mean, just think about what we've overcome. Because like you said, we're on our fourth left guard. Well, we're on our th- third and fourth nose tackle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, in this rotation. Right, so, right. So when you think about that and to overcome that, like in the interior line positions, that's a huge thing and and you have young guys that are learning this game and you, and you want them to learn and they're gaining valuable experience but that's a lot to overcome I mean we talked about this at the beginning of the season when's the last time you've seen four rookies start on one side of the ball for the Steelers at any point like four true rookies right day one starters so you know when, when people want to talk negatively about Ben and and oh, he's. I'm like, no. I was like, I was like, check the bloodlines, check the resume. I was like, this dude has has been fighting through, bawling, and he makes no excuses. He makes no bones about it. He takes he takes the blame, um, you know, a lot of it shoulders it, but a lot of it's undue.
1: I would agree, Mike, man. You know, I mean, I sit here and go, uh, Max. I look at that and I go, if you come out and you you do what he did in that fourth quarter, I mean. I think I think back to uh, Super Bowl. Two out of 40. the
0: last three fourth quarters.
1: Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> take that Chargers game that's too. Right. <laughs> that's right, let's not forget that. Yeah. Why do you think, let me ask you this, why do you think so many people are seemingly, seemingly eager to, all right, let's get on to the next greatest, latest, whatever quarterback? I mean, I, I don't get it. I don't get it because there was such, as I always say, there's such a stretch between Terry Bradshaw in 83 and 2004 when Ben makes his first start. I played in the last one with Terry. I was was on the sidelines for Ben's first start. I mean, as I always say, there was so many quarterback numbers that were worn by quarterbacks in between those two times. I don't know. I don't get why people seem to like, oh, we got to move on. We got to move on.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's one of the things that, you know, you look at it, I'm sure Sean Payton is missing Drew Brees right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, uh, hey, the Giants are missing Eli Manning right now. Yeah. You know, you know when you think about this, it, a franchise quarterback is not that easy to come by. Yes. And we could just look at the last three draft classes. You know, you go through uh, – you know, heck, I'll put the last four draft classes. Last four draft classes – how many franchise quarterbacks do you think are in those last four? How many there are?
1: Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, truthfully. Four.
0: four. I give four. Okay. And 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 that that's also saying the last two quarterbacks in the last two years. They still haven't reached that status yet, where I where I where I can give them franchise status, right? Right. I mean, I like what Mac Jones is doing right now. Right. But I'm not going to call him a franchise quarterback, but you he know Mahomes is enough.
1: right. Yes.
0: You know Mahomes is one. You could say Joe Burrow is starting to sh- take shape, right? Right. That's, that's two years in, and then I would argue Justin Herbert.
1: Yes. Okay. I give you. Yeah. That would be. That's who else? Yeah. There's not too many. I'm
0: oh. Lamar Jackson. Well, oh, you know, yeah. I take that back. He, was, I'll give it Lamar.
1: Has it been four? What year is this for him?
0: This is year four. It should okay. be year four for Lamar. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So Lamar Jackson. Argue, so I'll give you. I'll give you four, and I'll give the kicker as Mac Jones, right? Because it's only one year. He's yeah. Showing signs to be that. We don't know longevity, but I mean, but think about the Sam Darnolds, right? Think of the Josh Rosen's, right? Exactly. He, even an ascending star like Deshaun Watson. He's not there. Right. You know, I, I just think that it's so tough to try and find Jarrett Goff. Speaking of Lions QBs, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, number one overall pick, Carson Wentz, right? These guys, you know, they're already on their second teams. Yeah. And these are the top two guys. And, and so it's not easy to say, oh, my gosh, if we draft in the first round a quarterback, that's the next Ben. No, no, it's not. It, and, and here's my and, and my qualifier is it takes at least three years to kind of know a guy's projection. Now, Kyler Murray is right there at year three, and he's looking to project that way, but he still has some injury issues. Right. You look at the end of last year. You look at coming back after missing like a month and a half. Like, that's going to be one where it's going to be questionable. But I think when you look at that totality, it's very tough, and people spend a lot of time. And Kyler Murray was drafted a year after Josh Rosen was drafted number 11. Mm-hmm. So it's not that easy to sit there and say, it's so you not. gotta appreciate what you have and you gotta put the guys around um, you know, your quarterback to make them successful when you do have them. And right now the Steelers are doing that, right? You've got a young offensive line that's learning on exactly. the job, that you hope will grow together moving forward. You got a young pass catcher and, and Pat Fryer move. Deontay Johnson's in year three. You know, you have Najee Harris that's a rookie that's learning on the job, right? You you've got all of these pieces that are building for a place for a quarterback to go. But you have to remember the guy who made this this place sexy to, to <laughs> want to come to. Because remember, 2004, Pittsburgh wasn't a sexy place. You, lo- you lost to Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland that's was true. your division champ. You didn't make the playoffs. That's, that's true. That's the reason why you were drafting number 11 that year. And Ben has been here since 2004. You have not needed to draft a first-round draft pick for almost two decades. It doesn't happen yeah. everywhere at quarterback. Yeah. You know, you think about that because how many quarterbacks have the Browns gone through since then?
1: <laughs> since Ben was drafted? There's too many.
0: About 50, about yeah. 52 maybe, just being kind. One a week, it seems like, for a year. It seems um, like it. Yeah. So, I mean, so it's very rare to get that type of consistency. And even for teams that you're looking at, like Joe Flacco was drafted after Ben, and yes, Joe Flacco stayed, stayed in Baltimore for a while. Won him a Super Bowl. That's tough to do. Right. You, know, you look at Carson Palmer, how long he stayed in Cincinnati. Still didn't come away with the chip and had to go to two other places to finally get the, his due. And he and right. it, his number, he, he's in the ring of honor at, at his third stop. Not his first stop <laughs> or his second stop. His third, third stop, stop out here in Arizona. Yep. So, I mean, it's not so, it's not so easy. And with the era of free agency to be able to keep him here, you got to be thankful for what you have. And he still has it. He hasn't turned into the Peyton Manning noodle arm.
1: No, he okay. hasn't. Anybody? No, you saw that last game. You st- you saw that he was still capable of. All right. Yeah,
0: he's, he's still got
1: it. So okay. There,
0: I'm off my soapbox again. There you I'm go. I like it.
1: Max's soapbox. We're going to have a – that'll be a special segment. We're going to have that yeah. a rant. Soapbox <laughs> rant, or yeah, rant. Either yeah, one. Yeah. It works. All right, let's go Tail to the potato. phones. <laughs> All right, we go to the phones. The number is four one two nine one nine one three one six. Let's start off with Big John down in Texas. Big John, how you doing, brother?
2: Hey, brother, still living off of Sunday, and uh, like we predicted last week, Max Starks. Uh, we pulled out that squeaker. I uh, know yes, you didn't make did. it into the. You didn't make it in yesterday, but like you said, uh, still living off the the victory, and still kind of, you know still hearing, oh, well, you know, you get a win and you still hear rumblings, and you know, from Steeler Nation with, oh, well, he, he won this one, but, you know, as far as Ben's performance, and, I mean, I'm not ready to move on. I mean, to me, I'm one of those guys where I'm loyal. I mean, the guy's done so much for the city of Pittsburgh and Steeler Nation, and then for people already say, hey, you want to see him in a, somebody else's jersey next year? Like with... Uh, You know, I'm pretty sure the people in uh, New England are saying, well, Brady should have retired a Patriot once he did what he did there. But to me, that's what I think, uh, you know, it should be. You have somebody come in and do what they've done and been a part of their, you know, the the legacy and the history of of Pittsburgh football. I mean, I'd hate to see Ben not get the opportunity to, you know, finish on his terms, not really the fans, what they want. And you just made a... Great point on how, you know, there's not a lot of uh, franchise quarterbacks out there, just like there isn't a lot of coaches either. Like, you know, people saying, let's get rid of Tomlin also. But I'm just looking forward to Thursday. And then hopefully, uh, you know, the guys will come back. Everybody stays COVID free and uh, enjoy the time off and be ready to lace up again and get the Titans at home.
1: Very good, thank you, Big John. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. you be safe. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Numbers four one two nine one nine one three one six. You know, um, he, he, that, that's interesting. You know, to me, it, and maybe it's just there's people that speak out more that are you know, th- there's tons of people that would love to see Ben come back and, and play another year. You know, I would be yeah. for one. I'm still, I still. I still refute the, the idea that he's done. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it, especially a guy like him, he deserves the ability to write, to write his own end of the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's just one of those – he's one of those special guys, those chosen few that had that, that opportunity. Not everybody is is gifted with a graceful exit from the NFL. I mean – that we know you know what i mean that's just the way it is but for one of these guys such as ben who still produces and produces in the big moments that's the thing that when mike tomlin was talking about it when he made that statement about ben and about cam and i'm just going to give back to you again the part your willingness to consistently rise up in those moments and deliver i mean it's one thing to be an NFL player. It's another thing to be able to play competently over a long period of time, a number of years. It's another thing altogether to be somebody like Ben who has risen up in those big moments and accomplished what he needed to accomplish to get a victory, such as what we see from uh, have seen from Cam Hayward and, for now, from T.J. Watt. I mean, you're seeing some... <laughs> some prolific moments, and those moments that Mike is talking about, that they, they come through for their teams.
0: Yeah, they, they come through, and, and these don't happen often. And so when you see the shooting star, you better catch it in that moment because it's not coming <laughs> back around, right? You know, Haley's comment is not every year. And I think that's what, that, that's how you have to view getting a, a franchise quarterback or a franchise-type player we're blessed to say that we got three guys that are like, whoa, right. man, how great is this? But I think that that goes to the Steelers, Kevin Colbert, the scouting department, right, for finding those guys and being able to make sure that they're also the right fit for the team. Because, a, you know, there might be great guys and excellent players, uh, tremendous athletes, but they might not be the right fit for a team. True. So to not only get that, put them in the right situation to be successful, but then to grow that around them, I'm really you know excited and blessed. You know, hey, we get to see these tremendous players doing what they do at this level, and the fact that they're on our team because a lot of people passed up on these guys before we got to them because we haven't been drafting number one, number two, top five. I can't. When's the last time we drafted top five, Wolf? Like
1: I can't I'm even remember. Yeah, Zooks, exactly,
0: man. <clears throat> exactly. Not 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 in the last eighteen. What did Tomlin say last year to
1: Chase Young? <laughs> You know, before the Washington yeah. game, I don't want oh, to have right, to lose man. enough games to be able to draft you.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Because when you lose that many games, guess what? That coach might not be there to, yeah. <laughs> to draft that guy exactly. the next year, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so we have we have been truly blessed in this century to have seen some great football and to have to have been a part of a lot of sustained success. We haven't Absolutely. been Absolutely. We haven't been the Jaguars. We haven't been the Browns, the <laughs> the Browns or the, Bengals. or the Bears or the yeah. Bears. <laughs> exactly. The Bears, so. a, the Bears did go to a Super Bowl with my, with my former quarterback. So let me not be too hard on them. But there's a lot of other teams that could have that, that, that have not had the success that we've had. And we've kind of taking it for granted um, in a lot of senses. We need to appreciate it in the moment. Give the roses while while the person can still enjoy them, right? <laughs> yes.
1: yes, that's the other thing. Yes, <laughs> so. absolutely, and that's why that's why again I find it so hard to stomach when when you hear people talking about the oh you got to move on and stuff like that. Look, I think the most uh, the the biggest point you made um, throughout we we've, we've, we've been talking about this was you have to surround him with the people that can do what they can do. You know, and and Deontay's one of those elements. Deontay's come along. One of the guys that we need to talk about a little bit more, and I think we need to see more, is more from Chase Claypool. I think Chase Claypool is one of those untapped reservoirs of of great downfield action, high-pointed, you know, uh, single safety. You see that single safety. Let it fly, right? Single high. Let it yeah, fly. Single high. Let it you fly. You know, and and you know, everyone talks about. Well, that's their go-to along the the right sideline, the snap. But that's a worthy go-to. You know, I mean, yeah. if you got a guy, I, I would I would bet that Chase Claypool is one of those guys that you need to give him more opportunities to be making more of those big plays. But to do it at the expense of a Deontay or a Pat Fryermuth who's coming along and making another name for himself. At, you know, I mean, you've got some real quality yeah. stuff here. And it, how you disperse that t- those targets are going to be I- essential in coming down the stretch here.
0: And that's how you want to build the team. You want to build the team around so that the missing centerpiece is the quarterback when it is time. Right. You know, to get to get the other guys in place. You know, you sound because... like that guy
1: from Masterpiece Theater for a moment there is <laughs> when you said <laughs> did. you just, you just you teed it up and then you hit it right out alright we gotta yeah. go to break Max alright we'll be back with more well. of Max Masterpiece Theater after this
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio
1: the all right, welcome back, everybody. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas in the locker room, ESPN Pittsburgh Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we're gonna go right to the phones. Before we do, Max, I gotta warn you, I'm I'm trying, I'm efforting. We might have a special guest on next week that you just might have to study up on, because this individual is very knowledgeable and will come on the show to test your knowledge. All right, okay. so I just want you to okay. know if I if I can set this up right. Okay, it it, it it it's going to be a lot of fun. So just so that you you might want to study up more, just because.
0: Oh, okay. All, All right. right. All right. So you're telling me I I need to bone up on this.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, I okay. want I okay. want you to get who smacked is- down in public, like you know. It, okay. Well, who 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 is it? Who, who, well, who, who we'll see. I, who, we'll see. Who
0: am I testing myself? I, I, just, I mean, you're making me feel like I'm I, I, I'm ba- I'm back in your day where we're five and zero, oh, waiting to go against the other five and zero, oh, but you're not telling me.
1: Are you going on strike just, on me? Is that what you're telling I'm me? I'm you <laughs> in suspense, my friend. That's just the way. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Let's All right. go to the phones here. We got the numbers 412-919-1316. Let's start off with Circus George down in Sarasota, Florida. Circus George, welcome to the locker room, my friend.
3: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. So it warmed up to here again. It's back in the 80s during the afternoon. So it's getting... <laughs> Getting nice. Oh, uh, it's in the twenties, so buddy. Here, you know I'll be up there in two and a half weeks for Christmas. Almost. Beautiful. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, so your Bob that you're thinking of is Bob Brusinski, the linebacker for the Dolphins. No, That's it's not place.
1: him. That's there's another one. dude. Remember, it was the the Killer Bees, and I can't remember. Yeah. Bob, uh, no, was, it was.
3: There uh, was a Brown. There was the uh, the Blackwoods.
1: There was Bob Baumauer yeah. was one, and I I just cannot. Bob re-
3: Brusinski. There was. A, that wasn't uh, him. Was a brown in the secondary and there was the, um, uh, well, anyways, who yep. cares about the killer bees winning Super Bowls? <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, uh Right. Uh, so I have a lot of egg on my face today. I called you guys last week about how we probably won't win another game, and what do they do? Right right, first game opportunity, they slap <laughs> it right back in my face. You got faced. This to George. And there I'm, I'm sitting there at my sister's house watching the game. It's her birthday, my older sister, and I'm watching it with my wife. I'm like, look. They get the ball to one, and they're going to get a 99-yard drive and just grind it right down our throats. And they did. The Ravens <laughs> did. So, see that it's more and more the same crap. We're going to we're going to give up the ghost, and then there's going to be a couple of Ben turnovers, and it's going to be done. And I couldn't have been more wrong. Although, if Andrews catches that two-point conversion, we might have a different song to sing today. But that's neither here nor there. They didn't, and we won.
1: That's so it. Won. That's the bottom line, baby. So that's the main thing. Yes.
3: So, um, anyways, I, I don't know if they can produce like this every week. But I really like what I saw in the defense in the second half. Seven sacks. Uh, they limited the running of, of the best running quarterback in the league. I couldn't believe that. I mean, they, they minimized the guy who's a one, one-time one league MVP. Got to have more of that. Got to have lots more of that. I mean, I, I was very pleased what I saw out of the team. Even the, even the offensive line had spurts of looking really good. So I was—I just got to tip yeah. my hand as I wiped the egg off of my face.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Make an omelet, baby.
3: Yeah, yes. make omelets. make an I mean, omelet. It's it's good to hear. And by the way, let me set this set this straight. I am not a Walenda. My cousin married a Walenda. Right. I, I didn't, grew up around him, and I was like family with them. But I. I but you're, you're like you're you're you're
1: like in the in the know. You know them. That's all I meant. Of course. If I if I, I misspoke, them, I apologize. But you are Circus sure. George. I have seen pictures right. of you up on a
3: unicycle, yeah. like twenty thousand yeah. feet tall. Well, Dad, Zooks. It looks tall, but yeah. Anyways, uh, I appreciate you guys letting me call and talk my nonsense for a few minutes anyways. Uh, hey. I think we can take the Vikings this week. I, I mean, they, they lost to Detroit, right? So,
1: well, do, now wait a minute. Don't be ma- messing up the mojo. Go back to your other yeah, one, yeah. you know? <laughs>
3: oh, we're not going to win another game. They're done. Yeah, there All we, right. go. There there
0: we go. go. There we go. There we go. There it is. That's it what I like. to hear that. Well, that's that's, it. It. that's
3: <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> I wanted to touch on one other thing about the the average injury <laughs> that wants Ro- Roethlisberger to go away. 35 years ago, I heard the same thing about Terry Bradshaw. He's done. Get rid of him. yeah in there. That's the, uh, the fan's favorite quarterback is the guy sitting on the bench, not the yeah. guy that's playing. I remember when they booed Bradshaw after a bad game after he won his four Super Bowls. This <laughs> yeah. is classic Pittsburgh fans. It's the way they are. Nothing's changed in 40 years.
1: <laughs>
3: All right. Anything else, yeah, George? Exactly. No, that's it. You guys
1: take care. All right, brother. You take care. Do. Numbers 412-919-1316, the fickle Steelers fan. Uh, that's Oh, boy. Yeah. All right, let's move on. We got to Ron in the car. Ron, welcome to the locker room. Hello, Ron. You there, buddy?
4: Gentlemen, how are you?
1: We're how great. Are you? How you doing?
4: Good. Good. Hey, did you guys happen to – probably not, but did you happen to see the fourth quarter of last night's game, Monday night game between uh, New England and Buffalo?
1: I fell asleep. Max, did you see it?
4: Okay.
1: Uh, I didn't
0: didn't catch all of it. I didn't catch all
1: of it. I only know that the Patriots only threw three passes all night long. Right,
4: right. Well, this relates to what my overall question is. First of all, you remember you you were here locally this weekend, Wolf, and Max too. You know, Kenny Pickett cut. A lot of grief from local media about his um, potential slide. Okay, that didn't turn into a slide. Oh you know, the, yeah, the letter of the, the you know letter of the rule and, and fair play and and you know not in the in the code of what the play is meant to be. Um, but then last night in the last the last play of the game, the fourth it was a fourth down play where the Bills had a chance to score. A New England player uh, feigned an injury. All right. Killed the Bills' momentum completely, and I've seen this happen at least three times this past weekend. We're in the late in the game where there's an injury, and if you don't, you never want to call a guy whether he's really injured or not. Right. In this particular situation, the player's name is Phillips. I think he's a linebacker for the Bills or for um, for New England. The play was over, and he was standing, and they were kind of all high fiving, and then all of a sudden he went down and, and had an injury, which kind of just killed the momentum. It took like two minutes to get him off the field and that to me is really when you talk about the uh the code or you know in the and the honor of this of the sport and you know uh, the, all that stuff that to me is is worse than anything that Kenny Pickett did in terms of uh, going down for a slide because when you see players do this i saw it happen three times this past weekend so i don't know you max
1: get, you got an opinion on that i, <sighs> I mean no, I mean. Off I, the field, okay, the here, here's my deal. Yeah, yeah, the hey. guy walked off the field. I mean, yeah.
0: guys do that. I mean, it's it's a it's a technique. I mean, heck, I can't I can't even tell you how many times uh, we've had that we've had that happen in uh, some situations right. where we, we right. need to get the clock stopped. So you know, you, you fake the injury, um, or 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 sometimes you just get the wind knocked out of you. and You are just like, okay, I need a second to gather my faculties. Because um, I remember we were playing. Um, who was it? We were playing the Bengals and it was a halloween night um back in 2010 okay uh, that was for super bowl 45 year um we we hit we we drove down the field hit, hit hit a touchdown that first uh extra point i remember i leaned my neck in i got hit in the neck by frosty rucker and i fell to a knee and you know, I tried to get up, tried to shake it off, you know, and just run to the sidelines, but, like, my whole right side felt numb. Um, and so then we don't know what the problem is. We're switching out collars. And I remember, you know, I was out there the next series, and I, I took on a bull rush, and it felt like my body got tased. Mm-hmm. And I just hit the ground, and yeah. I was just like, man, this is – I was like, I got to take a second. Like, Ben tried to pick me up. like, come on, Max, we got we to gotta yeah. keep going. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I, I need a second. I need a second. He picks me up, runs me down the field. Um, you know, and I just remember, like, I wish I could take a knee, but it was like, no, we can't take a timeout here. We can't kill the momentum. And so you kind of push through some things, but sometimes it just comes where it's like, I just need a moment to catch myself. So that's where it's tough. It's tough to gather whether he's really feigning it or whether it was just a needing a moment. Cause I know there was times where I wish I had that moment, you know? So that's where right. I can't be too judgmental on it. Cause I knew that I was like, man, I I, I might need a moment here. Now, sometimes you don't get it, and finally, just like I can't, no, I got to take a knee for a second. Give me a second, just back off yep. <laughs> and let me let me gather myself. And I think sometimes that that happens more so than purposefully like taking take you know taking a knee. Just like you know, a lot of people want to argue about Chuck Clark junking, jumping off sides. That was a calculated offsides call, right, Right to stop the right. clock and do that. So, I mean, there is some gamesmanship in some of those, but then sometimes it's just like I just need a moment. So that's why it's tough for me to judge that. Let me put let me it this way.
1: Hey, Ron, let me just say this, okay, real quick. We got to go to break, okay, my friend. But anyhow, here's the point. buyer beware, all right? Kenny Pickett, they pulled a Let's, great move. We've seen the where people, the people have tried to spike the ball and then they throw a touchdown. You know, they they pretend they're going to spike the ball and then throw. I mean, you're out there. The the play is live. You got to deal with it. All right. That's just the way it is. That was a brilliant move by Kenny Pickett. So,
4: you know. I got no problem with that. I don't have a problem with it. it.
1: All right. So, sorry. Thank you, Ron. We got to go to break, buddy. Thanks, guys. All All right. right, We'll talk to you later. We'll be right back with more right here in the locker room.
0: This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store
1: on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we're going right to the phones. Let's go to C.R. and Juan. What's up, fellas? Are you prepared to take hey. your beat down, C.R.? Hey,
5: what's going on, guys? C.R. and Chicago. And Juan, the Carolina Connection. Hey guys, good to talk to you again, especially with you, Mr. Max talk But before we get started, uh, give you a shout out to uh, Wallace Randall in Green Bay, Country. Uh, we got nine calls uh, yesterday, approximately 214 calls this season. Uh, what you got, one? Hey guys, um, y'all. My was looking at my notes because y'all already covered majority of it. Because I was going to ask about the R.T. hit and the Ray Ray hit, but um, let's let's go with this. Uh, um, but three wins, Ben had three wins so, uh, by one point against the Ravens, and he's 3-0 in those games. What you guys got to say about
1: that? I like our, our chances of winning in close games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, those games, it is amazing how tight those games are. They are hard fought. I mean, it really is something. Max, you having been a part of it. I've been a part of it, too, only they were called the Browns at that point. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yes, they are still, they're still, they're still the Browns in our, in, in our hearts and our disdain. So you, you, you're more than welcome <laughs> to lump them in. We'll, Absolutely. But uh but yeah, I mean, but that that's what this game comes to. You know, I, Charlie posted something uh earlier uh, last week, uh, during Ravens Week, and you know, the last time he started was against him. We won twenty right. and yep. just kind of just remembering those types. like these games usually shift the tide for you know, a favorite in the Super Bowl. You know, these right. days, that's, that's what the games used to come down to. And, you know, we, I'd like to think in a perfect world or a fantastical world, however, how, wh- whichever side of the drink you're on, half half, half glass, half full <laughs> or half empty, um, that the, the these build character. And usually the teams who come out of this usually are on the rise. And especially these games being held in December and January this year specifically are at those key pivotal moments where – you figure out if a team is going to be a playoff team or not, right? right. And what better proving ground than against one of your most heated slash hated. Uh, I threw that in there for child purposes. If 12-year-olds in the car or under, hmm. they approve of that. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is that ty- t- kind of man-building time. So I'm glad the Steelers came on the first side of that. And we always talk about how important December football is. Getting the first game in December under the belt only bodes well for the Steelers because, like I said, I, I think this is a nine-win team, and you got three games left um, to really yeah. prove and see where you're at. So I-, I like where we're at right now in those opportunities. So if we get to those three, I think that's the magic number to get the Steelers in the
1: playoffs. Okay, CR. Yeah, hey, wait a wait, wait. Uh, Hi, Now, CR, uh, Max, e, okay. Yeah, CR I- tweeted at you and told you. Oh, they were oh, done, huh? Oh so Tweet, i
0: tweeting everything at me i mean see C, cr C. was in my inbox i mean <laughs> it, it seemed like every day i had busted engines in there i had, I had a smoking gun uh guy in there with with the gun with the score i mean cr i mean we, we talked yeah. about this and, and we had we made the, the great car analogies and <laughs> and we talked about engines and pistons and carburetors and everything else um Apparently apparently there was not a crack in, in in the block. I'm just saying, you know, just just need a little just need a little lubrication, you need a little engine starting fluid. You know what I'm saying? Just a little spray in, into the manifold, you know, <laughs> something in there just to grease it up. I'm just saying you know, where wh- wh- where are we at now? How do you feel now CR? A week removed. Ca- can we revive the engine or do we have to go get a new crate motor? I think we're okay no, with, we're to- with 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 old Betsy right now. That 396 jet'll still go. The 454's <laughs> still still on the list. Ain't nobody buying it, but that 396 jet still gonna go. <laughs> hey, well, I now you
5: talking about 396s. I did have a 396. I had a 1970 Nova 396 with a 45. But anyway, um, okay. I also uh, we need to talk some more, but I also sent a, a a tweeted message out stating that I was um just going to wait and see what happens. But now here's the bottom line, Mr. Starr. <laughs> senior,
0: okay, let's get a, to it.
5: Okay, as a <laughs> as a Sierra nation senior citizen, since returning from my third tour in Germany, assigned to Fort Hood, Texas, back in '73, and discovering that the Pittsburgh Steelers had a black quarterback, Jefferson Street Joe Gilliam, I am authorized. Yeah. To be critical about stealing football in accordance with the grandfather clause that went into effect eight years and six months before you were blessed to be here, 27 years before you won. If I've ever heard a load of of manure.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, <laughs> I gotta say something, Ciar. That was great, though. <laughs> I mean, this listen, is this hey, compares CR to my. I was waiting for this. He was waiting for this moment. <laughs> See, uh, this is yeah, this yeah, is man. even better That's than
5: fine. my dolphin, porpoise, manta. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and finally, 34 years before you receive your bachelor's degree in sociology from the University of Florida. <laughs> so, with that being said, hey, brother, I appreciate you. I really do. Um, I send you that stuff because,
1: you know, hey, I ain't got nothing
0: else to do, man. I'm I'm tired, I'm, I'm yeah. baby. So, like, I'm yeah. Hey, nothing wrong with it. And that's but, what ma- that's what makes it great. Fellas, we, we got to roll on. That, we got, got more calls. So I appreciate it, CR. Appreciate you guys. you guys. as and always. In the meantime, <laughs> and in
5: between time, here we go, Steelers.
1: Here we go. Way to go, fellas. That was good. That was really that good. That was good. All right, let's roll yeah. on here. We got, uh, oh, next man. up is Scott in North Hills. Scott, you're in the locker room. Hello, Scott. Hey,
3: uh, yeah, hey guys. I got an odd question for you. I heard, uh, well, I heard you in touch, talked a couple of years about how you always knew when a rookie came in, if I'm, he had it or didn't.
1: I, I can't hear you, buddy. I'm sorry. Hello. Yeah, you there? Yeah, that's better.
3: Okay. A couple of years ago, Walt, you and Tunch were talking about how you could always tell if a rookie had it or if he didn't. Right. What What are you looking at? I mean, you guys, between you, you, got a lot of years in the locker room. And, and why don't these scouts figure that out?
1: Well, because it's it is a subjective thing. You know, I mean, you understand yeah. when you when you get into camp and you don't know how anybody is gonna react to being in the big boy league with the big boy pads. Everybody looks good in high school when you're compared to high school and then college. It's a little bit different because you got some freshmen, you got seniors. But then you get to the league where you have guys that have been playing a long time or guys that are just outstanding and, and God gifted with attributes that um, you, you know you might not uh, have, uh, you see great disparity. But you can tell fairly quickly with, with guys by their physicality, their ability to learn, how quickly can they learn. You know, I mean, that's that's huge. Uh, there's a lot of guys that are gifted that just do not have the aptitude to learn. Um, Kendrell Bell was a guy that I I often look at and I go, wow. I mean, this guy had this guy hit so hard, could accelerate so fast. I mean, he would leave when he hit guys as a linebacker. This is Kendrell Bell. He hit guys. He would leave a DNA imprint on your family tree. I believe. I mean, that's just how yeah. hard he would hit. But he, he I remember Tim Lewis saying this check sheet and it was a check sheet for a game, he says means nothing to Kendrell. You know, he was all about, you know, reacting to the play and he, he disregarded the tendencies, stats, all the other things that went with it. And that's that's the difference between what Kendrell Bell could have been a great player, uh, but he did not, you know he he didn't study along the lines of being able to use that as a weapon for himself. You know, he relied too much on his physical gifts.
3: What about on the yeah. offensive line in particular? I remember Mike Adams coming in and he looked like he had everything. And he
0: just oh. never got it. Yeah, that that's one of the things I mean, you know, and that that's my era and you know, it, it was, you know, you looked at you know, you looked at Mike Adams, you looked at Marcus Gilbert, you know, um Uh, was it Tony Hills, right? I mean, you know, we had a lot of guys that came in. I mean, even Craig Urbic, right? He didn't catch on to it until he went to Buffalo. Um, A.Q. Shipley, another guy, right? Won the Remington Award and went to four other teams before he finally found his place in Arizona. I mean, sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes scheme where, you know, yes, the potential. And I said this earlier, you know, it's about drafting the right guys that fit in your locker room and your scheme as well. Because you can have the best athletes, but they don't necessarily fit your entire team construct or they, they don't fit within the scheme that you're trying to accomplish. And sometimes it's, it's a square peg round hole situation and, and usually they have to find their way and then and then a lot of those situations, a lot of guys I've named, hey, still had long careers, went to other places to find their niche. It just didn't work for us. Right. And so that that that's that's the uncertainty of draft draft is all about potential. It's not, you know, you're, you're, you're picking a guy based off of his previous resume from a previous, uh, line of work, essentially college football to pro football is two totally different worlds, but there are parallels that allow us to project what a guy is going to look like, but it doesn't guarantee success.
3: Fair enough. Hey, Wolf, I'll have your, uh, your heritage cookies tin in next week, I think. <laughs> oh, we're get, oh, okay. I forgot yep.
1: about this. Wow, my goodness. Yeah,
3: you, have to, you have to explain that to Max. Maybe you want to come in from Arizona. I will.
1: I will try to. I will attempt to save some for Max. All right. Thank you so much. We got one more call. Let's see. Do We got one more call. All right. No, we don't have one. More. Okay. So we're all done. All right. But these cookies that my man makes—they—they're okay. they, special. They're fun. You know they're uh, they're uh, they're they're the smaller kind of they're a little fancier they got different kinds but man they are good
0: okay well, and I know hey, you're ho- a cookie ho- ho- monster ho- too hopefully hopefully you can save me one or two <laughs> you know because I I would like to try said cookies since you've talked about them. who's Just your saying, buddy I don't know who's your friend I, I, know.
1: I am Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay still uh, you still owe me a Caliente oh that's uh, right that's right I do so. I do. We do have yes, to so get still that to do that. Okay. Since you're the official face of uh,
1: Caliente's Pizza. <laughs> I just I love the place. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you might have noticed that I've picked up a few pounds, you know. <laughs> oh, Maybe I mean, went, no. there <laughs> <or two. laughs> went there a time uh, or two. Went there a time or two.
0: Am I Norm from Cheers yet there? Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> As I always say, man, there's two things there, man, that, 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 that not, not a lot of people know about. And, and one is um, uh, the Tremendous Burger. Because the pizzas are fabulous, okay, but there's a burger there that is is just as fabulous, and they also got great salads. I'm not a salad, you know, nut, but my wife loves them, and they have terrific salads there. It just, okay, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because you know, you got to have a little filler when you got to expect to bring some pizza home for the kids, you know, because it's it's a date night. That's I take uh, okay. good lady okay. fate there. We go there on our date nights, you know.
0: Oh, well, hey, listen. One of the I places, any. Yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, one, one of the places. I mean, listen, listen. I had a Ruckers card once back in my early days, and when, oh, yeah. before my wife was my wife and she was my girlfriend. Right. I used to take her to Ruckers <laughs> for, for our dates. I was like, A, it's free, and B, we could walk over to the movie theater, which I also had passes for, uh, right afterwards. So, you know, hey, listen use the clout that you have
1: (laughs) exactly so and by the way i want to thank the renegade tailgate crew with michelle and whitney all right they did something so great max we went over and we stuffed some bags for the light of life homeless mission and also for the red door uh, mission downtown and uh, i want to thank the renegade uh, tailgate crew for doing just a superlative job and reaching out and pouring life into others. Appreciate you guys so very That's much. That's awesome. Yeah, it awesome. is. You know, it Who really is. is. Yeah. So, all right, my man. It is, let's see, tomorrow you leave. You're going to Minnesota. We'll leave. So tomorrow morning. Yeah. yeah. So we'll rendezvous yeah. we'll yeah. <laughs> in I'm, Minneapolis. I'm bringing my
0: bag. Yeah, bringing are you going to bring bag. your bag this time? I am, br- I am bringing my bag this time.
1: Stan is standing here. He wants to know, are you going to bring your bag? I mean, for crying out loud. <laughs> yes, Stan, I'm bringing my bag. All I won't right.
0: forget the bag.
1: <laughs> All right. We're, go- we're going out now. We thank you so very much for joining us. Stay tuned because the Godfather, Stan Saverin, who is standing right here with a horse head over my head, right? He's standing right there, and he's coming up next. We'll be back Don't ask tomorrow. what's in
0: the briefcase. <laughs> Don't ask what's in the briefcase.
1: <laughs> See ya. <laughs>